Welcome, everyone. Episode 52 of the Health and Wealth Podcast. It's Steve Giordano here today with very special guest, brand new agent from my neck of the woods in Long Island, New York, and now in Boca Raton, Mr. Blake Levy. How we doing, brother? Doing great, brother. How are you? like that intro, right? New Long Island, New York. It. I love it. I love it. Long Island's a great place. So how long you lived in Florida? I uh, moved to Florida when I was 20 years old. I'm now 40, so... Uh, Good 20 years here. Wow. What brought you down? Well, my mother moved here with my sisters, and uh, I decided to come down with them. And uh, I was actually going to college in Boca Raton. I was going to a, a college there. And then I basically, within a couple months of going to college, dropped out, got my Series 7 financial license, and went right into business right away. Wow. That's incredible. We're going to yeah. touch a lot about that because yes. you've obviously seen the podcast. We talk a lot of entrepreneurship, you know, your story. Want to definitely get into that and kind of what brought you here from that world. So I, I love this side of things. When you did that, at what point did you say like, hey, I want to be an entrepreneur or was it more like, hey, let me get financial in the financial services and kind of see where it goes? Well, I always wanted to be an entrepreneur. I always wanted to make money. I always wanted to get right into business. And I just felt like for me personally, uh, college was kind of, for me, a waste of time. So I just wanted to go right into business. So um, listen, I always, from when I was young and all my friends, you know, they all had money and I had no money growing up. And I saw everybody around me having money. I always wanted it because, you know, it was, it was seeing them living this great life. And then I can't afford to do hardly anything. That's what motivated me to get into business and just skip college. And it was the best thing I, for me personally, it was the best thing I ever did. Yeah, that's very bold because, you know, what's the old adage? Like, go to college, get a job, do this, do that. So, so family was supportive of this at the time. Yeah, I mean, listen, it was, it was really my decision. You know what I mean? There was nobody telling me, you know, don't do this, don't do that, you know? I mean, I was literally delivering pizzas, and then I went from delivering pizzas to getting my Series 7 license and just learning an industry um, from mentors in that business. Yeah. So what was that process like? Because that's a, that's a tough thing to get into. There's a lot of variables that you don't control, right, oh, yeah. no matter how good you are. What were some of your ups and downs, and how did you kind of manage that specifically early on? Uh, many. I mean, it's very, very intimidating business, you know, when you're dealing with managing people's money. I remember that I used to be, you know, very embarrassed when guys used to ask me, how old are you? Because I'm 21. They want to deal with people that have experience. So you had to sound from a young age like you knew what you were talking about on the phone with these, you know, high net worth individuals. So for me, from what I remember when I was 20, 21, 22, when I was going through the process of the business, you know, they used to kind of say, just kind of fake it until you make it. And, you know, act like, you, like you've been here a long time. So I just, I always had a confidence to myself 
at a very young age that I just knew how to talk to people. I just had a like a, a, a way I spoke to people, and I was always pretty um, pretty good with that. So when I got into the business, I learned very quickly, and I had a lot of good mentors, and uh, had a lot of good people around me, and I learned very very quickly. Um, and I came into the the stock market at a young age, and it's always ups and downs, and it's a very very tough business, but it made me the man I am today. That's awesome. And it's interesting, like communication isn't spoken about enough, I think, and what like that and what we do. I think, you know, if you're a great communicator and truly can get through to people and care about people, you'll do well in any sales, right? Because you have to get your point across and communication is also listening. So one thing that I'm getting to know about you and working with you the last couple of months is you're a good listener and you really are listening to what clients need. A hundred percent. And, and that's what this business is, is listening to what the clients need, listening to what you're teaching me, being humble, uh, you know, taking constructive criticism. And in my 19 years in, in, in the other business, if you can't take constructive criticism and you can't be humble, you'll never succeed. Mm. And you have to really just, no matter how successful you are, you have to keep learning and you have to keep being humble and listening to the people who are doing it like yourself that have a proven model and just take away my ego and my confidence and just say, I'm going to listen to what Steve does. Yeah, no, I think that's incredible. And that's something like, I feel there's more days where I am failing or learning than, Oh, I'm the top King of the mountain. You know what I mean? And I think that's a mentally it's always worked for me because I'm like, cool. All right. I'm confident in knowing what I'm doing, but I got to get better every day because guess what? There's somebody that sells at a higher level. There's somebody that has an agency at a higher level. If you're not always learning, you're dying. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. I agree. So now you, you go through that world. So essentially you were in that world. Not that I want to put you on the spot of how old you are, but for how many years were you in there doing it? I got licensed in 2003. I passed my test. I think it was like New Year's Eve. I passed my test. I was very young and it was very, I studied hard. It's a very hard test, the Series 7. So, um, yeah, I mean, I did that 17 to 19 years. Wow. So I went through my 20s. I went through my 30s while all my friends were out partying, having fun. I was going to bed at 10 o'clock. I was waking up early. I was just going to work every single day. And, you know, I had to become a man very quickly, especially when you're managing people's money. You have to take it seriously. Yeah. And uh, there's a big responsibility in that business, just like this industry. There's You have to hold yourself accountable for your clients. Managing people's money, managing people's, you know, t- putting people into life insurance and, and annuities. Like, you have to really take them into consideration it's very serious yeah and if a lot of people don't take it serious and they end up in trouble so yeah, you have to take it very seriously yeah and i always did that's good and the other thing you know the discipline side of things right oh. like you're you're in good shape you work out um you take care of yourself you fit the health and wealth model right yeah um, that i like I to try that I try. <laughs> you try I try um besides but, the pizza and the ice cream that's last okay night. yeah that's all right you're from long island man i mean come on I mean, you, yeah, we don't do it every day, clearly, because you're in good shape. We'll talk about that another time. Unless you have great genetics. No, which, I, don't, I don't have good which genetics. Which God bless the you if you do. I don't have good genetics. <laughs> That's funny. 
So you get that discipline yes. in, in your business. Mm-hmm. How does that business, when you, when you start to veer out of it, right? Obviously there were reasons which we can talk about when you're looking to kind of branch out of it, were there ceilings that you had? Was it like, Hey, I can only go so far doing X. What was some of your reasoning for kind of looking, Hey, let me look at life insurance, billion agency, stuff like that. Stress. Yeah. There people don't understand, but you know, we always try to win for our clients and the stock market is a lot bigger than Blake Levy and anybody. And when things are out of your control, it makes it very difficult. And that business, as much as you want to be in control, um, it has to do with a lot more outside things, you know, governments and, you know, things around the world and, and things like that. So yeah, it was, uh, it was out of my control, but I left that industry because I no longer, I wasn't happy. You know, I have my daughter at home now, and when I'm at the park with my daughter, I want to be there with her. Yeah. I want to be there with my wife, and I was no longer happy in that industry. Plus, I saw the value on this side of the, 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 the world, the life insurance side, where you're protecting families, where, you know, you're helping people, and, 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 and you're really doing something good. And uh, the stock market is, it's like I said, it's one of the toughest careers mentally, and you know, it took a toll on me um, mentally. Mm. Well, I appreciate your transparency. Yeah. In that. And it, it, it's true. Obviously, you can see it. I've never done it, but I can just only imagine. Uh, <laughs> you know, now, and, and I hear you now calling, you know, clients, you know, that you have, which we'll talk about. Yeah. And you're, it's, it's almost like you have the conversation from, hey, we're going to eliminate your risk. We're going to keep you growing and not, you know, dying with the market crashes. And I feel like I can see the stress is very much gone away because you're able to communicate that. And I think you're taking the stress away from them, obviously, because things are very volatile now. I mean, talking to people today, some of my older clients and they're losing, you know, millions and millions of dollars every week or every year in the stock market right now. Yeah. And, you know, we have products over here that, you know, annuities through Athene, that you're literally, the companies are guaranteeing against losses. And to be able to call a client and say, hey, Bob, I could guarantee that you're not going to lose money. I mean, that's the greatest feeling in the world. Yeah. And I've never been able to do that. And now I can. So, and participate in the upswings of the market. And, and I think the, uh, you know, as you said, I think the annuities are a big, big, big part uh, of what I'm looking to do on this side, because I mean, why I, it's a no brainer. Yeah. So I'm very excited for that. You know, that's awesome. So now you're, you're looking and you're stressed and you're, you're trying to find what's the next thing, but you have the entrepreneurial spirit. You want to have a business. Yes. Where was it that you were first exposed to FFL? So I was, I, every morning when I drove to work, I never listened to music. I listened to podcasts. I listened to YouTube, I listen to all that type of stuff. So I don't listen to music. I listen to stuff that's going to educate me on how to be a better person or how to, you know, succeed in life. And just everything is mental. So I'm constantly feeding my brain. And one morning I was driving to the office and I was listening to a podcast with uh, the CEO of Family First Life, Sean. And uh, how do you pronounce this? Mike? Mike? Sean Mike. Sean Mike, who's the CEO of the company. And he was on with Bradley. 
and they were talking about FFL and they were talking about this business and agents and doing really well and protecting families. And it just, I was like, wow, like a light bulb went off. I was like, that's incredible. And I didn't do anything. I just, you know, did a little research, but I was like, you know what? I'm in my career, I'm doing good, you know, I'm feeding my family. And it was so scary for me to leave. And then I started doing more research, started listening to more things. And, um, and then I decided to make the move. I said, I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna leave the industry and I'm gonna join Family First Life. And um, then I did my research. And my next step was to look for who was the top producer of the company. I didn't want to just see, I understand because I come from a business where you are who teaches you. Mm. You could learn by 10 different people, but there's one person that if they teach you and they have success, you're going to be successful. So if someone came and worked with me and they were trained by me, they're going to turn out to be successful because I've seen so many guys get trained by the wrong guys and they waste so much time and money. Yeah. And when I, I did my research and I said, who's the top producer? And I saw someone named Steven Giordano. And then I dug deeper and I dug deeper and I saw that you were the top producer for many, many years and just a hard worker. And, you know, I started following you. And then I literally, I think I went to your Instagram. I don't know. I went somewhere and I saw a 631 number. I'm like, oh, he's from New York. And then I just texted you. I think you yeah. were at a convention yeah. in California. Yes. And I texted you and I was like, hey, what's up, brother? I was like, um, you know, I'm thinking about coming over there. And you were, you, you were easily accessible. And that's what I loved about it was that I was able to reach you. And I, and I was nervous. I'm like, wait, he's gonna, he's gonna think, who is this guy? <laughs> and then we just connected and I came to visit you at your office and sat with you and you, I, I knew this is where I wanted to be was next to you and, and just stay next to you until I could go out there and, and, and do my own thing, yeah. you know, and sit next to you. Well, thank you. It's an honor for you to say that. Thank you. Um, yeah, I remember, um, yeah, he texted me and he from, from Long Island. I'm like, oh, cool. He's from Long Island. Like we already yep. got, and he lives in Boca. Like <laughs> That's perfect. Yep. Um, so thank you. I appreciate that. Thank you. Um, and, and, and honestly, you know, from my perspective, um, I always feel the responsibility whenever we recruit anybody, as long as they're doing what they need to do, my responsibility is to make sure you're successful. You know what I mean? Like, and I'll run through the wall to make sure you're successful. Clearly we got to run through the wall together. You know yes. what I mean? But yes. that's it. That to me, from a running an agency perspective, and you're going to see it as you start building, you know, your team, that's like the responsibility you have, you know, like we want to help people be successful. You know, we'll all, this business and industry makes money. We know that. And we can all be part of it together, oh, yeah. which is really, really cool. Yeah. So it's been awesome working with you so far. So you kind of got going month and a half ago, give or take, right? Less than 30 days. Was less than, okay. So yeah. less than 30 days. So my first day was September 5th or 6th okay. after Labor Day. But my first week was like <laughs> setting up and getting myself mentally coming into the office and just getting myself, you know, how I'm going to do this and sitting next to you and listening to you dial the phone and, you know, you know, it gets overwhelming because you think you need to know about all these different products and you're like, how am I going to do this? And yeah. Yeah. So 
the second week is when I just started really, you know, writing down people's names and talking to people in my community where I live and just letting people know and making social media posts and just saying I'm doing life insurance and people were messaging me and saying I need life insurance and just, it just right away just took off like bigger than I thought it would take off within the two to three week time period. Yeah. I, you know, I went to in-home meetings. I did uh, telesales. I was over the phone filling out applications. You know, I mean, it was it was nerve-wracking, but I was able to uh, to get it done. Yeah, and you protected now 21 families in essentially like a month or less than a month, really, yep. which is awesome. Yep. And, and, and here's the biggest thing, and we'll talk about leads and, you know, how that works and that whole structure. But at the end of the day, when you're selling or recruiting, you have to be passionate about what you're doing. If there's one thing I could say in knowing you this last couple months is that you're passionate about what you're doing and it exudes from you and you communicate that. And you're communicating it not only verbally, community, obviously you have people you know in what you did prior, social media, and you've embraced that. And lo and behold, before you've even gotten into you know, the lead side of things, you're able to leverage the fact that you're passionate about what you're doing and, and you're telling people about it. So talk to me about how that is kind of working so far. Because you've already recruited some people. You got people that are, you know, some are in, some are out, whatever. You just keep it moving. How that's working and then on the sales side. Yeah, I mean, on the sales side, I mean, I was at a, a barbecue, a neighbor of mine, uh, a couple weeks ago. And, you know, sitting in the pool talking to another gentleman who lived there. And just start talking about life insurance. And, you know, within a week... You know, I'm protecting him and his, you know, his family. Yeah. So, I mean, you just, I've always been a pretty shy guy, meaning like I don't really like to talk business that much. And, you know, I kind of just did my own thing with my clients and I never really like to just discuss business amongst people. But this is an industry where you have to open up your mouth. Yeah. Because if you don't, you're doing a disservice if that guy passed away the week or two weeks later and his family was left with $0 tax-free money because I didn't open my mouth. So for me now, I feel kind of like a fiduciary responsibility that I need to be opening up my mouth to every single person I speak to. Worst thing they could say is, we already have life insurance. Right. And then I say, good job. But what I found, which shocked me, Steve, is that People in my community, and I live in a very, very good community of a lot of successful people, and it shocked me how many people didn't have life insurance. Mm. And these were people with kids. Yeah, and and a good net worth, you know and what I mean? Like, you, you better protect and, it. And breadwinners, and, you know, it shocked me that they didn't have life insurance. So a lot of people don't have life insurance. You know, it's, 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 it's a mix. It's, you know... Middle class, high class, you know, lower class, all these different classes, people need life insurance. It's the quickest way to access tax-free money for yep. your family yeah. and not have to go through the whole probate process. We could take nine months. Yeah. So to me, it's a no-brainer. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. interesting about, like, I've heard you dialing and I've been listening a lot and I think you're, you know, obviously a great communicator and good on the phone, is your passion around the communication to people about what it does you know, like meaning you're talking a lot about the IEOs. You're talking a lot about the annuities. You're talking to people about what this will do to you. And the misnomer is always, like you said before, I come in, any brand new agent, it's overwhelming with, I got 
America Mutual, blah, blah, blah. I got all this stuff. But that stuff doesn't matter. What you've learned very quickly is the core is let me find what it does for you. And then, cool, I'll go ask Steve, Tier, anybody who to write it with. Yep. You know what I mean? Like, let me make sure it, it fits your need. Let me make sure, obviously, you're healthy enough for it. Mm. But then, cool. Like, and that's, that is the whole thing of I need to know everything. I need to know every carrier and every product. There's three products at the end of the day. Whole life, term, IUL, and a four, and annuity. That's it. There's four products. We just have 27 carriers that do them. You know what I mean? And and what's the real difference? One takes diabetic meds and the other doesn't. And one might have uh, a better you know cash value, whatever yep. it is. Yep. But at the end of the day, the root cause is what what you're communicating to people. And that's what's helping you so far. 100%. 100%. I mean, it's normal to be overwhelmed when you're starting in a business and there's a lot of moving parts and different carriers. But yep. like you said, it takes a quick text message to you and saying, Steve, 58 years old, diabetic, smoker, and you know right away, okay, this one, that one. So it's, you know, when you come in, you have the help, which I like. A lot of people are like, oh my God, I'm going to be on. No, you're not going to be on your, your own. It takes literally, you're responding to usually, I mean, you respond to every text message that I send to you within minutes. And on top of it, you could be in an, in an home meeting and you're like, I'm in a, in a home meeting. So it's like, you're very responsive and, and people that are like, oh my God, I'm going to be, you know, by my, no, you could literally text Steve, text me. And within, you know, minutes we'll respond to you. Yeah on which carriers to right. go. And, and then Slack say. and website. I mean, Slack, there's stuff, great, there's stuff there. Like yeah. you just, there's Many resource, tools. there's resources, Many you know, tools. at the end of the day. Yeah. I always tell people your biggest problem is having people, you know what I mean? Like have, have people to sell insurance to the rest of it. Easy. Oh yeah. Just give me somebody that's interested in it and we'll, 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 you know, mold them into the place that we need them to go. hundred percent. So now when you also looked at this on the side of, of building a business, so clearly, and, and correct me if I'm wrong, when you're in, in the stock business, you're, you're an independent lone wolf. You're doing your thing. You don't really have like a team per se, unless I'm incorrect. You are incorrect. Okay. Tell me how I'm incorrect. Yeah. So I owned a branch. So okay, we had, at one point we had, I think it was like 20 plus brokers underneath us. Okay. Me and my partner. And just like this industry, you have your agency. I had a firm and we had guys underneath us and it was just like an agency, Okay, but it was a brokerage firm. So I come from the background of understanding, you know, with handling that side of things. So that's why when I heard you could build your, old, your own agency here and just there's so many pieces on how you could build a business here, that turned me on yeah. because there's so many ways to grow versus there, it was not many different ways to grow. So, um, yes, I, you know, I, I, I had a firm and, uh, you know, I, I came from that. So I understand how it right. works. And you, yeah, sorry about that. See, I know nothing about stocks. Eh? Clearly, that's fine. No, clearly that's fine. That's fine. I should we stay in my lane. We never talked about I should it. stay in my lane. Um, and you've already, uh, recruited some people from there. Yes. You're still communicating. Yes. Um, and of course you're getting the, I want to see you do it, which is the most common thing you're ever going to hear, which is all good. Like we, we get it. People want, people want to make sure it works. Like not wrong with that. Um, but what you're doing a good job of is you're leveraging on social media that, that, okay, you're doing it, but like, cool. I work with Steve. I would works here. Like this one works. Mm -hmm. like, 
the company. I mean, look at what the company does. Mm-hmm. You're doing a lot of that sharing. And I think that's where people miss the boat when they're recruiting at first. Clearly, you have to have success, and nothing's going to beat if Blake goes out, protects 35 families, and he can talk about it or protects five retirements, whatever. Yeah. But if you can do that, but then also leverage every walk of life, every you know man, woman, and child that's doing this, look at all the success. Oh, yeah. You're doing that on social media. So yes. tell me how that's worked so far, because you've had a lot of uh, people get back to you on it. Yeah, I mean, listen, I'm leveraging my resources. You know what I mean? Like you. I mean, you know, I mean, when I do my posts, uh, you know, obviously I want people to know that I'm side by side with you, you know, because you're a, you're a big name in the industry. Um, you're a proven name in the industry. And if they do their research on you, they're going to see that, wow, you know, Blake's with Steve. You know what I mean? And, and that, to me, is my leverage. You're my leverage. You know what I mean? And that's business. Business is leveraging your opportunities True. and taking advantage of them. So, yes, I, I feel grateful that I'm able to look. I mean, I've never done a podcast before. I'm doing a podcast. You know, I'm really nervous doing this right now. You don't look it. But No, I am <laughs> I'm really nervous. But I'm just saying, like, it's, it's, it's the social media thing. I've always done social media, but I would post me and my wife. I would yeah. post my daughter. I would post whatever. But now it's it's now I'm posting my business. Yeah. And 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 trying to gain clients and also trying to hire as well. Yeah. And why not do that? 100%. I've gained clients through my social media posts. I've had guys reach out to me through my posts and say, "Hey, let me come in for an interview. I want to speak with you." So, yeah, the social media, you know, as much as people are shy, it really does work. Yeah. And it, what's interesting that you're doing number one, you're not confused at the forefront of being successful is being in the office, being on the phone, dialing, meeting people. You're not confused by that. And the number no one, confusion. right? No confusion. The number one thing people get confused is like that. So meaning there are people that'll get going. They'll go do all the social media stuff, but then they won't make a phone call. And at the end of the day, everything works kind of in concert here. Mm-hmm. Meaning you got to have, all the activity, but nothing will ever be in the way of you getting here early, you getting on the phone, you communicating with people to make your sales. You protect your 20 to 30, whatever your number yep. is, yep. right? You're going to pop off some annuity. So you're going to get some oh, big yeah. numbers there for sure. Oh, yeah. You got those coming. Oh yeah. Um, and then cool. Now I share it. I share it. I share it. Yep. But I love the fact that you're, you're like, you're here, like you're here. Every day, dialing in the office, got your own office. Yep, thanks to you. There you go. And then, and that's going to take you to where you ultimately want to go. Yes, you have to show up every day. You have to. Uh, there's no excuses. You know, you have to be here. It's like the days, you know, you're in the field a lot, but the days you're here, you know, my goal is to try and beat you to the office. You know what I mean? That's what I'm trying to do is yeah. to beat the, beat the man to the office. And, um, you know, like I said, it's you have to show up every day. But you can't just show up because you could show up in the office and do nothing and make help no families. You have to show up. You have to pick up the phone. You have to create action as nerve wracking as it is for people. And it's listen, I've been on the phones for 19 years and it's still nerve wracking for me sometimes to pick up the phone. But you just have to get that out of your head because remember, you're actually going out and helping people. So you have to take away the fear and just think about, wow, I'm actually going to help somebody. And that's it. 
and that takes away the fear. And and like I said, it's a lot of dials and it's it's um you know it's a lot of work. But uh, at the end of the day, if you want to take care of your family and you want to give your family a better life and you want to give yourself a better life and you want to protect people, then sorry, you got to pick up the phone. Yeah, <laughs> it's like a PSA. <laughs> you better pick up the phone if you want to pick up the phone if you want to be successful. So now you know when you look at the side of building, right, and all the the great things that are there, VP bonuses, integrity, and so on and so forth, yeah. passive income, helping more people, obviously. Um, what are some things like that most appeal to you when you look at that whole component of I can build this business here versus when you were limited, as you corrected me, thank you, for <laughs> what you were able to build there? I mean, the, I, I was shocked by the possibilities in this industry yeah. that you could build a business and one day someone could buy your book of business for millions and millions and millions of dollars and you could stay on and keep on making money and you could get residual income every single year on certain policies. There's just so many ways to make money in this industry and there's so much growth and you know, I'm watching you and, 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 and how much, you know, your agency is doing a month and the production and the hiring. And it's, like I said, there is so much growth potential in this industry. And that's what turned me on. I left a great career and I took a major step back, but I took a major step back to take a major step forward. And I'm only three weeks, four weeks in, and yeah. here I am sitting in front of you right now. Um, but I know who I am and I know that I will make it happen in this industry. hundred percent. How has it been? Cause you got a beautiful family, right? How has it been with that transition with the wife and kids and, you know, kind of the communication, you know, cause that's a big thing. Obviously there were sacrifice, big sacrifices you had to make in what you were doing prior. Clearly there's ones you, you're going to make here. How has that looked communication wise? I mean, listen, my wife, you know, we've been together 19 years. So she's happy because she sees me happy. Yeah. Because I'm in a different industry and she's seen me many sleepless nights and, you know, stressed out on that side of the business. So she's she's all for it. You know what I mean? So she, she knows that I'm that guy that's going to get up every single day and go to work and make it happen, you know? And, I mean, my daughter's too, so... I mean, the most important thing to me is time with my family. You yeah. know what I mean? So I'm up, <laughs> I'm up really early just to be with my daughter and go to the gym before I come to the office, you know, and just get that time with her in the morning and uh, then come home and be with her before she goes to sleep. You yeah. Know? So yeah, they're, they're all aboard, you know, but yes, obviously I see you and the sacrifices you make and I know you have a beautiful family, but you know, what you're doing now is so in three, four years, you know, it's it's gonna it's gonna it's gonna be a good good day for you guys. You know? Yeah, and what's what's great about it is like like I have a, you know, obviously almost a two year old this week, um, and I almost a what, six month old, right? <laughs> it's crazy. Um, it's real, e real easy, right? Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, it's a breeze. Um, you're you're working so hard to give them a great life and then buy your time back, you know. So like you said, four years I can coach football, and you know, like you're not gonna be in the field forever you're not going to be grinding yeah. forever yeah. if you build a business 
here's, you know, last thing I'll ask. So adversities, right? We all face adversity. How do you feel you manage adversity? How have you managed it in, in your last, you know, positioning? Obviously you said stress was a big thing, of course. How do you manage it and how do you keep yourself on course? And so like matter of fact, disciplined, and I'm just going to go to the next. Just basically you just use the word discipline being up the same time every day, going to bed the same night, same time at night, like not drinking alcohol, working out, just doing like, you know, it's, 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 it's the consistency, you yeah. know what I mean? It's, it's just doing the right thing every single day, you know, the discipline thing and the consistency. Um, that's, that's just who, who I am always who I've been. So, um, yeah. Love that. And it is true. Like at the end of the day, bad stuff is going to happen. Every day is not going to be roses in entrepreneurship and anything. But if you keep the discipline going, it's like, all right, well, something bad happened right now. What am I going to do? Not get up early tomorrow? Yeah. Like if I get up early, I'll fix it tomorrow. The you know adversity what I mean? is if I don't go to the gym the next day, I feel even worse. Right. I handle my problems in the gym. There you go. Or I handle my problems, you know, thinking positive and just being, you know, a good person. Right. You know? Yeah. So, yeah, that's how I do it. Because everything will, like, everything will be okay and there's always seasons, right? We all have, like, tough days and tough moments and I've everything's season. Many. <laughs> we all have, bro. Like, trust me. I've had a lot. I've had a lot. But you know what? I'm, I'm here and I'm happy. Yeah. So. And blessed. Blessed, happy. You know, you just, just got to keep going, you know? When you're in those down moments, you just got to sometimes just look ahead and know that this too shall pass. Right. And things will be fine. Yeah. You know? And a lot of times you lean on, like, you're a confident person. And it's not, oh, I'm going to be a cocky person. But I want to be confident in my ability. I want to be confident in the fact that I know how to do what I know how to do. I know how to work hard. And I'm in a vehicle that I can, as long as I keep it moving, I'm going to make money. No doubt. You know what I mean? Like, no it doesn't matter if nine in a row don't want it. Like, number 10 could make you whatever. 10, 11, 12, 13, 14. Right. Could make you, you know, a ton of money on annuity, it's whatever a, it is. It's a numbers game. You have to dial 100, 200, 300, 400. I've been dialing since I'm 20 years old and been rejected so many times. And that's any business you're going to get rejected. Yeah. But that's what actually gets you to the the yes, yep. to all the no's. Correct. Very true. Well, I'm excited because we're going to like kind of archive this and then we're going to see where we're at today in, you know, day 30. And then where we're going to be at in six months, in a year, you know, with a big team and, you know, being a top producer. Any like goals number wise that you've had and said, hey, I want to do X. And if you haven't, it's cool. Yeah, I mean, listen, uh, the goal is obviously to try to protect. My goal right now is um, at least maybe like between, I'd like to hit Hall of Fame within my first year. Yeah. And that Doable. is 400 families. Right? 400 families. Hall 400 of Fame. families. Yeah. So if I could do that my first year, and I already kind of, figured out the numbers and how I could get there pretty yeah, quickly. Yeah, sure. Um, but yeah, I want to do Hall of Fame my first year and every year after that. And uh, I'd like to surpass some of your numbers. Please. I'm in. 
Yeah, I'd like uh, to surprise I will, you. I will put the belt on you. Put it on me. Here you go. Um, it and w- what's really cool with what you're doing on the annuity side is that will help you get the Hall of Fame a lot quicker because you'll hit, you know what I mean? Like you're going to mix in that in. That's not something, I mean, I'm not a big annuity guy. Like I'm, I'm, I'm excited to learn from you, frankly, because I should do a better job. Or the other thing I can do is those people that they have the statements and I don't necessarily know what to do. I can send them to you. Be like, hey, here's my guy, Blake. Like, go, yeah. go talk. Or to I him. could just show you, and then you could just keep it all yourself, and I'll just sit down with you and show you how to look at that statement and just see how to roll that thing right over to from the one IRA to a uh, another IRA and put it into an annuity. You yeah, know? I mean it's it's a no brainer. I mean it just it really is, and uh, hopefully I will once you start seeing me do really big big numbers on the annuities. Hopefully you'll be like, huh. You know what, maybe it's time for me to go bigger on that side, too. 100%. Got to get better. Every day. Every day, I say, I say it to myself all the time. Well, thanks for joining me. And like I said, we'll definitely do this again. And I'm glad you weren't too nervous. And if, if somebody's looking to join your team, what's the best way for them to get a hold of you? Um, if you want to get a hold of me, it's very simple. My cell phone is 561-870-3436. Call me. Text me. Um, if you're local, come to the office. We're here in Coral Springs. Got plenty of space here. Um, you know, I'll sit with you. I'll work with you. I'll train you. Steve will sit with you. He'll work with you. And we will show you how to become, uh, you know, a top producer at this company, at Family First Health and Wealth. Amen. All right, boss. Well, it was great talking to you and look forward to great things in the future. Thank you, Steve. Our right, brother. Mm-hmm. 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 Mm-hmm.